Attorneys at townhall.com. Okay, some good news during a challenging time for everybody, and this could really help. You may know hundreds of thousands of people have already made the switch to MediShare, which is the affordable alternative to health insurance. And with so many people looking at how they pay for health care right now, seeing premiums going up or the cost of COBRA plans, MediShare has extended their special offer, and a lot of people have taken advantage of it. Simply apply by September 30th, and they will waive your new member fee. That's $170 savings. And, of course, that's just a start. The typical family saves $500 a month after making the switch. MediShare is a Christian community that shares each other's health care costs, and it's worked beautifully for decades. I'll give you the number here in a second, and if you call... You can get a price within two minutes. Just tell them the promo code SHARE to get your additional savings. Here it is. Call 833-34-BIBLE. That's 833-34-BIBLE. 833-34-BIBLE. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast aired twice a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 p.m. For all you new listeners, I welcome you to the program. I hope I can do you right by keeping you informed and delivering delivering the right message to your ears. Um, I've been in the podcast business now for about three months, four months. It's doing quite well. I cannot really complain. My only complaint is about the podcast industry industry is this. It's really hard to get members, new members via Facebook. So what I need you guys to do before we go on with the show, just share the podcast. Let people know what's going on in the world today. And maybe we can educate at least just one new mind to what's really going on in the world today. There's a lot of people out there sleepwalking right now. A lot of people out there drinking the Kool-Aid that the government is delivering to your TV screens or your phones or whatever you listen to to get your media and your news content. But please, share the the movement and let's build this thing together. You know, I had a lot of things in my mind today that I really want to talk about. And for those of you who don't know me, Personally, I don't take notes. I don't write down notes because there's enough chaos in this country. And I'm not too old yet that I can't remember what I heard throughout the course of the week and the day and retain it. That's literally how I do my podcast right now. um, I don't need to look for material to talk about because I know what my true convictions are. And as a patriot, that is freedom. Freedom, liberty, liberty, family, family, God, country. Not necessary in that order. But the thing is, as a conservative, and I'm what's called a modern conservative. I'm not the old technical, the old traditional conservative that believes that everybody needs to have religion in their life to be a conservative. I'm not the type of conservative that believes that all Democrats are evil, just most. I'm not the type of conservative that (laughs) believe that um, in order to be a conservative, you have to have the Bible beside your bed. Now, it is a great place for it. It represents 
what we believe in, but I'm not that strict on being a conservative. And for those of you that are new out there, I want you to learn that conservatism is about freedom and liberty and free agency for the most part. And we strictly believe a lot in the Constitution. A lot of us are constitutional based because that's how we grew up. We grew up free. Why would you want to be anything else? You would want to be free in this country. So which gets to my next point, you know, we're coming up on the 2022 elections in approximately a little over 13 months. It's going to be another roller coaster ride. Now, that is if we get to that point. Because the way the Democrats are moving right now, there may not be an election. People may say, oh, yeah, how that's going to happen. Well, 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 well. Talk to countries that's been taken over by communism. I'm sure they thought the same thing until it happened. Now it's a different thought. Now it's how do we get back to where we used to be? Well, once the communists take over or the socialists take over, however you want to minimize it, it's very hard to get back to that starting point. Because when they take over, they take over for life. You know, in other countries, I mean, we always hear it, there's a coup, there's a coup, there's a coup, there's a coup. And there's a lot of people in this country believe that it really can't happen. Let me tell you something, people. Let me wake you up. Smell the coffee. Smell the coffee. If there are men involved, women involved, evil people involved, it can happen. See, that's your American privilege that's telling you that it can never happen. That's the fallacy that's telling you it can never happen. No, it could happen, and it can happen. And the way it's going, it may just happen sooner than you think. Now, yes, there will be people fighting against that particular movement, and you will be called a domestic terrorist. Because you want to revert back to the days of the Constitution, not the day of communism slash socialism. You know, and there's a lot of people that are not of the age, they don't know what communism is. They don't know what socialism is. It's never been pretty in any country. You know, the Democrats paint this picture that communism or socialism, well, they don't say that's what it is, but what they do tell you is how great and wonderful things would be if we got rid of the Republicans and we got rid of the Constitution and you had UVI, which is an acronym for universal income, the welfare program. Hey, they tell you, we got your back. We'll take care of you. Me and then the other 5% of the country that are the most wealthiest people in the world, we'll take care of all of you. Well, here's a question for you. Why don't you just leave the country alone and take care of all of us at, right now? If, if your interest is taking care of the people of the country, why don't you start with all that money that you have and start right now and start taking care of people? Why don't you get rid of homeless in this country? Why don't you get rid of the welfare program in this country? Hey, those blacks that want reparation and you believe that they should have it, why don't you give them the money for reparation? Because you know why? Because you don't give a damn. That doesn't gain you power. That will not gain you control. And that's what COVID, the COVID scare is all about. 
it's obvious control. And, and, and for anyone to call it short of that, you're an idiot. And you'll hear that comment for this is for the newbies. You'll hear that comment quite often. Idiot. Useful idiot. In every socialist country that's been taken over, they have had socialist, useful idiots. Because those are the ones that walk around with blinders on and don't see what's going on like a deer in headlights. They don't freaking get it. They don't understand what's going on in the world. It's like I've said oftentimes before, this COVID crap that's going on in the country. I have never seen a bunch of people, a bunch of useful idiots that allow themselves to be sheep. And I know we all have heard that sheep phrase. It's because I can't say something. Well, I don't want to say something other than sheep because I have other names that will suit them just fine. But I choose oftentimes not to say it. But one day I promise you it will accidentally slip and I can't take it back. So you're pre-warned. But what I want, but when I get back to the COVID thing and the mandates and the government, you got to know it's a freaking hoax for the most part, for most of America. Now let's get it right. For some people, COVID is deadly, just like the flu. For some people, snorting heroin is deadly for some people. There's a lot of things in life for some people that are really deadly. But should I live according to other people? No. If you're a coward of the COVID surge and you think I'm supposed to live according to that, that's just probably not going to happen. I'm just keeping it real. Not going to happen. But if you want to get the shot, the first shot, the second shot, the third jab for the booster, hey, tear it up. I've said it oftentimes. Tear it up. But your people need to shut the hell up. Don't tell us what we need to do, because if you're vaccinated, you should be walking around here going, you dumbass, I'm safe, I'm safe. Hey, I'll take that. I'll take that. I'll let you be safe. You believe what you want. Allow me to believe what I want. That's what's called freedom, free agency, liberty, whatever the Constitution, whatever you want to call it. It's that, you know, there's this lawyer named Dr. I mean, lawyer, his name is Alan Dershowitz. Now, he is a liberal. At times, he's a rock star for the Republicans. But right now, he's a rock star for the COVID vax. Because he's going around the country saying in 1905, there was a precedence where the federal government, or the, the courts had said that, the government has the right to order people to get mandated, um, vaccinated during, think of the swine flu. But nothing is done like that since. So they're walking around the country now using that as a precedence why the federal government can do that. But here's the problem. Back in 1905, we didn't have the same laws now that we had then. 
for example, back then, they didn't have HIPAA. They didn't have HIPAA. Because if the courts would have said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You as the federal government or any entity outside of your doctor do not have the right to know the status of Joe Smith, the unvaccinated individual. See, they didn't have HIPAA back then. They didn't have the ADA civil rights uh, laws that we have today, protections that we have today. So you're talking about a time where certain laws weren't implemented. Today, it's a different story. Though it may have been a precedence, but it's a precedence without today's protections. See, this is where they get it twisted. And they think all of us are stupid enough to believe all that bull crap. A different time. Different laws have been passed since then to protect you from 1905. Because had the laws been in place then that we have now, it would have never gone to court. They would have never made it to the court because the simple fact that there are laws on the books which was voted in by the, the legislator, the Senate, and signed by the president at the time. So miss me with all this crap is what happened in 1905. I want to know what's happening in, in 2021. That's what I care about. You can try to use a 100-year-old a precedent to those who don't know any better, <clears throat> excuse me, but there's some of us a little bit brighter than a light bulb, just a little bit. So when your employer tells you, oh, yeah, they can do it, they did it in 2005. Now, all you got to, I mean, they did it in 1905. All you have to do is say, well, they didn't have HIPAA back then. HIPAA is what tells you, Mr. Employer, you can't ask me anything about my medical status. But people are being sheep again and giving up that protection. But see, what happens is when you get when you when you maintain that you know what your rights are, it kind of keeps your employers out of your crap. As long as you believe and they tell you that your employer has a right to fire you or lay you off or whatever because you don't get vaccinated? Well, first of all, the conversation shouldn't go no more than, excuse me, any further than HIPAA. And if you don't like it, deal with it in the federal court system or the state system because I'm sure most states have laws, laws that work in conjunction with HIPAA. But you don't hear about that either, do you? Nope. Just like you don't hear, hear about herd immunity, natural immunity. You don't hear about that yet either. No, nope. SARS-1, you did. Ebola, anything, any virus we had in the past, you would hear about natural immunity. Hell, that's why they didn't come out with new vaccines for it, because they knew natural immunity would do its job. And then all of a sudden, you got the Delta variant and the COVID variant, the most deadliest virus in the world, killed trillions and trillions of people. But yet you protect yourself with a damn 30-cent paper mask. Really? If these masks are so damn good, why isn't the military using them during chemical warfare? 
That's the question you should ask yourself. For those of you who believe the mask works so damn well. Now, if you want to wear a mask, pick wear it, tear it up. It still doesn't make you less of an idiot. Because you are told the rest of us who can read the side of a box that says this mask does not stop transferring of viral infections. The same box that you pull the damn mask out of, you got it on your face so it does not transfer a viral infection. At what point in your mind does it not click? The box is referring to the mask that is on your face. I don't get this. I don't get this crap with people. Are we really that dumb in this country that we can't realize or can't understand what the verbiage on the side of a box is telling us? Is it only the patriot community, the Republicans, the conservatives, um, the libertarians, hell, even the moderate Democrats? Are we the only ones that can read the side of a damn box? I mean, for no other reason in the world, you should at least know why you're putting that on your face. That should be the number one reason why. Well, when you have sex and you put a condom on, you know what it's for. I hope. When you walk out into the rain with rain gear on, you know what it's for. But you put a mask on your face to do what? To let the rest of the world know you haven't read the side of the box? Because that's literally what you're doing. That's literally what you're doing. You're wearing a three-cent mask to stop the world's most deadliest virus. Think about it. Think about it. And then if you have a beard, I mean, what kills me, those people out there with a full beard, a great big old Fu Manchu, you know, the mask is basically sitting on top of the damn beard, the beard. As a matter of fact, you look at them from the side, you can see their lips. Are these people really that damn crazy? I, I just don't get it. I'm surprised the Democrats hasn't haven't came out and said, you know, black people are not taking a shot because and not wearing masks because they can't afford them. I'm surprised that has not came out yet. We're not getting the shots because we can't afford the free shot. We're not getting the shots because we don't have a car or driver license to drive down to the jab stations. No, black people are not getting a shot because we're not stupid for the most part. Well, some of them are, I will say that, at other times, like when you're Black Lives Matter. Speaking of which, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, BLM is now standing with the unvaccinated. I don't know if you guys read that or seen the protest. 
they're not getting the jab. They're telling black African Americans, uh, Americans, we're not getting the jabs. Between the blacks and the Hispanics, we're not getting the jab. And why is that? You know, when black, well, you know, when Black Lives Matter could stand with so-called unvaxxed vaccine, the unvaxxed members of society who happen to be supposedly Trump lovers, we have to be, you know, um, terrorist. We happen to be racist. They're standing together with the unvaxxed. Now, here's something that would affect the Amer- the American politician's psyche. Imagine this image, Black Lives Matter, Blacks, Hispanics, Patriots, all fighting the same battle. Oh, one more, Nation of Islam, Louis Farrakhan stated to the federal government in the video, he said, if you think you're going to give Black America, force us and stick a needle in our arms. You have declared a war like no other. So imagine if all of us stood together where the picture isn't just the patriots, the so-called Trump lovers. What if it was just black, white, brown, and many others? join together, and just give that visual to the rest of the government. Hey, look, buddy, there's no racism here. This is all about we the free. Welcome back, everybody. My name is John Harvey, and I'm your host of the Modern Conservative Podcast. Uh, and that can be reached at the Modern Conservative Podcast at gmail.com. I just had a little technical difficulty just a minute ago. I think we've got it corrected, but we'll know for the for the time being to see how this works. Um, you know, back to what I was talking about was the Nation of Islam. The Nation of Islam is a racist organ, black racist organization. It actually absolutely is. Um, but it is nice when Americans of all different colors and sets of religion can stand together and, um, show some unity. You know, I was actually shocked when I had seen, um, Black Lives Matter marching with the unvaccinated in New York City, because that governor, that woman is crazy. She's absolute crazy. You know, I'm I'm probably thinking they're probably wishing for Cuomo back right now. Yes, he touched a couple of asses and did a couple of things. Yeah, maybe he should have went to jail, went to jail, but maybe he could have ran the damn country or their city or their state from a jail cell because this woman is out of her damn mind, completely out of her damn mind. But, you know, but don't get it twisted. Black Lives Matter 
is not a great organization. Whether they stand hand to hand with the American Patriots, they're not a great organization. Because I promise you this, in 2022, you're going to hear a lot about Black Lives Matter again. And it will no longer be them holding hands with conservatives. Because at that time, there will be a bunch of racists. Well, I'm talking about patriots being called racists because um, that's what we do on the conservative side. We breed and raid racists in our, in our party. You know, I had a thought the other day, which is pretty interesting. Now, mind you, this is just my thought, but there is some truth to this thought. You know, you know, when the Democrats like to use racism as a tool to divide the blacks, the whites, and whoever falls in that line. But but here's one thing I realized. It's really not about black America. The objective isn't to help out black America. And I can tell you why. You know, I've often said that the Democrats try to make white people feel guilty and give them what I call the save the puppy complex. You know, when you see the ASPCA commercial, they've got that little puppy with the sad droopy eyes sitting in the cold weather, nobody giving him food. And that is how Democrats relate to blacks. They need to save the black community or the black culture. And that's the way they, you would think that is what they want. But no, that's not why they do it. That is meant to make white people feel white guilt. It's not about saving the blacks and it's not even about the black vote. It can't be about the black vote. Because the blacks are one of the smallest numbers of voters in the country. Latin Amer- Latin Americans have a higher higher um population number than blacks in this country. So it's not about the black vote. vote. It's about taking white America, making them embarrassed because of white guilt, and for them to feel sorry for black America, for what white America has done to them. So you get the sympathy vote. Because there's only one race in this country. Well, the largest race in this country is Caucasians. So they don't want more blacks voting. That's not the trick. They want more whites to vote out of sympathy. Because let me tell you how I know this. You remember that guy, Barack Obama? You remember that guy, Barack Obama, when so many white people, and I know some of them, voted for him just because he was black and it was making history. See, one thing about the Democrats, they watch 
what happens. And they use they will use it to their advantage. They've been doing it for a long time. Because how do you know this? Most people don't know that the white, the, the uh, Democrats are one that created the Ku Klux Klan. And they realize one thing for sure. If we can get you to believe that Republicans are evil people and we discriminate, you'll never think about the Democrat Party as being historically a bunch of racist white people. Now it's a bunch of racist black and white people in the party. It's just like this. If I'm going to be called a racist because I'm a conservative, why shouldn't black Democrats be called a racist because they're part of the Democrat Party? People don't look at it that way because they don't know the history of the Democrat Party. That's why they don't look at it that way. Why do you think they're trying to bring CRT into the schools? It's to destroy, it is to destroy the historical value of history and how damaging it can be to the Democrat Party in the future. I've heard the other day where somebody was telling me this, this country is embedded with systemic racism. So you tell me politics is the only place where it's not. Because some of the most wealthy, uh, some of the most powerful blacks in this country are politicians. Look at Clarence Thomas, great guy, must say, Supreme Court. Mm, must not be any racism, racism there. Women on the Supreme Court must not be any sexism there either. Look at some of the largest corporations in the world ran by women. So systemic racism only exists in a lot of people's minds. Here's a one for you. Why is it all the larger or the most of the major blue states that have a large capital population? Why are the mayors mostly black? But yet they're the ones that are yelling racism, but it's their community that they watch. That's absolutely garbage. Okay, Chicago, for example, the murder capital of the world. In Chicago, one month in Chicago, there are more people shot than 60% of some states for the entire year. Now, yeah, it may be smaller states. Yeah, I know that, blah, blah, blah. But the point is, these cities with black mayors are the most violent cities in the country. Look it up. Baltimore, look it up. Why is that? 
Why is that? Everybody talks about racism. Everybody talks about blacks being shot, but nobody's talking about blacks being shot by blacks. And the reason why I'm reviving all of this content is because you're about to see it again. It's coming really, really soon. And you're going to see this again. But now you're going to have racism. You're going to have COVID. You're going to have inflation. You're going to have the new infrastructure bill. Total $5 trillion that you've got to pay for. Well, at least the Republicans have to. This is all about to come into play. It's like a cycle that happens every single year. Every single year. You got Fauci lying about COVID, lying about big events, um, lying where you need to, you know, social distancing, lying about the unvaccinated spreading the virus more so than the vaccinated when facts with Israel, Norway, and other countries, look at Massachusetts. Look what's going on in Massachusetts. 76% of the people in ICUs right now are vaccinated. That just came out from the New York Times two days ago. But I guess if you listen to a media network who's promoting lockdowns and promoting the vaccine, you won't hear that. But this time we're going to have all of that going on. And the reason why it's going to be going on because they're going to, they're going to want to do mail-in ballots again. The Democrats know they're absolutely destroyed this time. Well, well, let me back up. Let me back up. Let me back up. In the real world, Democrats know they're destroyed in the, 20, in the midterm. They're destroyed. But because we have stupid people in this country, they will vote again for the same dumbasses just to be loyal to the party. Not loyal to themselves and their families and their financial income, but loyal to the party. The party don't really give a crap about you. Just give us your vote. See, that's where we're going to have a problem in this country. COVID is going to keep us at home. Racism is going to divide us. The vax and the unvax is another form of division. Then we're going to have the good old thing called racism. God help us if a cop kills a black man in the next year or so. Doesn't matter he's walking out of Kentucky Fried Chicken with the free box of chicken that he stole and the cop shot him. It's going to be about the race, not about what he's done. Or who he is as an individual. Because the character of the bad guy doesn't come in play. Only the police officers. 
This police officer can be a white cop with five black children that he adopted. And he still will be the biggest racist on the police force. All of that is coming out in the next, I say probably normally in the next six months. Because they got to be able to milk it all the way up to the vote voting point. They got to keep reminding people what's going on. Now, next we'll be back, redefund the police. Now, let's go down and tear down the new statues that we just put up to replace the old statues. We'll, they'll start tearing those down. Hey, they'll go into Foot Locker, burn it down, burn down all the other zones now for more free transmission fluid and antifreeze. All of this will come into play again. But this time, I'm hoping the outcome is a little bit different. We as citizens do something to slow the demise of what we say is the American way. You know, we need to stand up as a group. We need to speak up as a group. We need to show power as a group or organizations. But I simply say it's time for us to vote for really good people, people that believe in what we believe in, not necessary to the T. But at least people who have like are like-minded. People who stand for the Constitution and the freedoms that the Constitution gives all of us. Man, woman, black, white, Ill illegal and legal. Well, I guess if you're illegal, that's what the penal system is for. And it needs to be used as such as that, not a protection of people who come in our country and break the law. Because God knows if I walk up in Canada illegally, cross their border, jump their fence, it's not going to be pretty for me. Why should it be pretty for anybody else on our southern border? But that's another discussion. You know, there's something I forgot to mention to people. Of those of you that are out there that have been vaccinated, And you're not sure the effects of the vaccine and that it's partaking on your body, there are ways to find out. There are ways when you can go down and get a test done to see what the condition your body may be today. Because what it would do, since they seem to don't want to do a con control study, There's ways where you can actually check your body status. The next time you want, and if you're curious, you just go to your doctor and you ask him for a immune system panel, but you want the expanded version. And what this panel does, it checks the status of your, your, your CD4, your CD8, and your natural killer cells. And it gives you the numbers. And what this test actually is, is for AIDS, you know, that's how they check 
long-term or the advancements of the progress of AIDS, an AIDS patient. But this test would give you the numbers and to see if your number has been compromised. Um, this was suggested by Ashri Israel. If the citizens want to know their condition and the government is not telling you, go down and ask for, once again, a immune system panel. You want to expand it. And you want to check your CD4, CD8, and your natural killer cells. Now, I can't really tell you in great details of how it worked. And don't give me lying, so I'm not even going to try. But it will tell your doctor if there's something wrong with you or not. It will give your doctor a heads up whether you have the propensity to have blood clots. But nobody asks for this test because they don't know about it. Your doctor will know it. And when he gets the results back, he can translate those numbers to you and show you what your, your granulocytes levels are, your lymphocytes, lymphocytes level, what they are, whether one is high and one is low. And they can tell within two days after you're getting the shot. Once again, I can't tell you exactly how it works, but I know it is the test that will determine whether the vaccine has harmed your body. That is a fact. And that comes from Israel. No, Israel didn't call me up and say, hey, John. Hey, tell your people. No, because I read and I research and I listen. And that's what they were telling people. And those are the tests they are running on people in the hospitals, which they're not telling everybody here in the United States, why there's so many people having problem with the vaccine. Now in Israel, they know why people are having problem with the vaccines. They see it. They're the one who tells the whole world, look at the UK, look at their COVID numbers. They also run the same test. This is when, and when they run these tests, this is what determines whether they're gonna stop the vaccine, a particular vaccine especially. This is actually the test in the UK that stopped the use of AstraZeneca. They were testing this on AstraZeneca patients and realized their numbers were deadly. For example, if they were to get a virus other than the COVID virus, majority of the people were having more problems. For example, the common cold became, became more deadly. The flu became more deadly because you didn't have anything to fight in your natural killer cells were immobilized by the spike proteins. So you get a chance, read up on it, discover it. And if you get a chance and you're curious, let me know. Send me an email, write out your name. I want to know what people are seeing out there. Now, I can't go do it, obviously, because I haven't gotten the jab. But trust me, if I had gotten the jab, one, you better shoot me. But two, if I had done it, I'm going to get the test first. Because I would want to know. You may not know 
what's in your body and what they're putting in your body, but you will know what it's doing to your body. And at this point in time, after you got the jab, that is educating yourself about your health condition. Because then, then at that point in time, you can make your decisions. Hey, doc, you know, my numbers are out of whack. You know, is there something I can do about it? But there, it, it is something good to know. It is really something good to know. Um, last but least, I want to talk about, I got a friend of mine, his name is Jason Preston. And this is out mostly for my people here in Utah and third district, Utah County. I got a really good friend who's running for office. He is truly a patriot. He and I think almost identical. We believe in the same thing. Most important to God and constitution. I want you guys to look him up. Look him up on Facebook. His name is Jason Preston. And give him a good look over. A real good look over because he is absolute solid. He's got a story to tell that will make anybody go, damn, that's how you recover. That's how you recover. I met him and his wife, they're friends of mine, really good people. I stand behind him 100%. As a matter of fact, he said to me, why don't I run for office? Well, my question, my answer to that is, I'm just not ready. I'm just not ready. I got too much stuff on my mind, a lot of things on my plate. But Utah, Utah County, take a look at this guy because he's truly your guy. He is truly your guy. When you get when you vote for a man and you want a man to do what you ask him to do, he will get it done. He may tick a lot of people off because he does what he says he's going to do. But take a good look at him. I support him. I support him wholeheartedly, and that's never going to change. But coming to another end of this podcast, my name is John Harvey. You guys have a great day, and this is the Modern Conservative Podcast. Take care. <music>